All right. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the show. We are your hosts, Chase and Miles. We are at the Lucky Duck. Today's great episode for you all. I'm really excited to kick this off. Miles, who do we have on? Man, we've done it again. We're always bringing these people the best of the best. Why are we not the number one podcast yet? Today, we have someone very special. You've already met his wife, also known as Colt Woman. Just kidding. Love you, Mom. Chase and I are very spe- have a very special connection to this individual. He started out as a wee little lad serving in the Air Force. Thank you for your service. From there, he spent 29 years serving the common man in law enforcement, climbing the ranks into a position where he was able to change the lives of all of us Florida people. Nowadays, he spends his time in the real estate industry, working with his son selling the shit out of Naples. He is the smartest man I know. Most people call him Dan. This is our dad. Hello. What's up, Hello. Dad? What's up? <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you. Yeah. I like that very accurate introduction about the smartest man thing. Oh, mm. thank you. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm just trying to get that inheritance. We, have, we had to fact that. check that before we actually, yeah. well, credit, uh, validify it or whatever. We can do a vote. So what do we... So Who would be voting then? Well... I mean, it's going to be rigged anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. got to stop the steal on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so our dad's favorite drink, no, one no. of his favorite drinks, okay. was the requested drink today. Yeah. So, what, so dad, what are we drinking? So we're drinking Long Island, and really, it's—I don't know that it's one of my favorite drinks. I just knew that it had so much alcohol in it that it would probably force you to have to go out and buy some. And since you oh, nice. refused to entertain my other that. green room requests, I knew that I could at least mm. force you to do What that. were some of those requests? I'm sorry. Well, um, the jumbo oh. shrimp and oh. the, well, we had those, the red and brown. Well, wait a minute. Just, just, just for the record. So everyone <laughs> knows we treat our guests very well. You do yeah. indeed. Actually you do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, you put me up, um, yep. did, yeah. um, accompany me around town, showed me the sites. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely been interesting. Thank yeah. you. So, Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate that. that. No pat on my back. Yeah. Well, <laughs> actually, it was it was Miles that showed. Oh, okay. Fair enough. All right. Cheers. So we're gonna give a nice little cheers. So what to was this going to be? A great, great episode. Yeah. With Rufy in it. Mm. Don't mind me scoffing at this drink because it's so high in alcohol. It uh, <sighs> it doesn't really taste like it, but you kind of mm. like the way that that it tastes. It just makes you feel like you're gonna be fucked up by the end. You can really taste the trash. <laughs> it does remind Again. you of the bottom of a bar. Again, there was a method to the madness, right? That's so, okay. Yeah. I, I get a lot of shit for drinking PBR, which is kind of like the equivalent of the Long Island tea of cocktails. I don't, I don't see the beers. correlation, but I can. But also, yeah. I'm not nearly as committed to alcohol as you. So mm-hmm. I don't have my own bar. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So um, we uh, in the in the podcast with our mom. Uh, we kind of touched based on a, a subject that I thought we would want to kind of dive a little bit deeper on something that we thought um, was kind of personal to our family uh, growing up. And that is the um, the whole Legionnaires of Christ and Regnum Christi uh, story. And uh, for those of you who don't know, um, yeah, our family kind of has a, a weird little story about that and our vol- involvement and uh, kind of we all at this table were somewhat involved in the story 
And so, um, yeah, not not the greatest precursor, but I think we should just kind of dive into it. <laughs> yeah. Right so there. if if you haven't listened to our mom's podcast, definitely go listen to that. It was the Valerie podcast. Yeah, Valerie, and that'll give you a little bit of intro. Plus, she's a pretty interesting woman, most yeah. interesting woman alive. I think some people say. Yeah, she's um, like well, the dose that gets really are digging for that inheritance. Well, right? you, you know, didn't realize yeah. we are dirt fucking poor. <laughs> oh, <right? no. laughs> so, All right, I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my time is up. Thank you, everybody. Um, So do you want to start by talking about what is Legionnaires of Christ and Regnum Christi? What's the difference? What what is it together? So, okay. So, um, you know, the Legion of Christ is is an order, is a religious order in the Catholic faith. So kind of like the, um, well, I mean, there's there's a slew of them, right? The Jesuits are... An entity, the Carmelites, I believe, the uh, Augustinians, and the Legion. Uh, you know, they're different orders, and they have different. Um, y- y- they all serve uh, the same God, right? We all believe the Catholic uh, faith and the, you know, the, um, and, and Jesus is uh, the Son of God and the Holy Spirit and all, you know, all the teachings of the faith. But some of these orders do things a little differently, right? The Augustinians take a vow of poverty, for example, and, um, you know, Jesuits are, have a heavy influence on, um, you know, uh, a, a little different uh, tract of the faith, right? What is that usually based on, like, culture or... Just you know, I, I mean, I got to tell you, I'm not a theologian, and I don't, I, mean, I really don't claim to be. I'm just a, I mean, I'm, a, I am a Catholic, and I'm a practicing Catholic, and I believe in my faith, and I, uh, but I'm, I'm, I don't know that I could answer those types of questions. So, so orders are like usually there's like a head of an order, right? There's like a head guy, and sure. there's usually usually like um like priesthoods that like follow these orders. Like if you want to be a priest, you could like get into these orders and like you could follow like the teaching of the orders. And You could, you know, I mean, again, it's like, uh, but you don't necessarily have to be mm-hmm. within one of these specific orders. You can right. be a diocesan priest, right? Right. And the diocesan priests report to the bishop and the bishop reports to an archbishop and the archbishop reports to, uh, you cardinal. know, the cardinal and yeah. the cardinal reports, to, you know, and, to and so to the Pope, right. So I mean, there are different, you know, the elements and and that exist. So yeah. it doesn't. You don't necessarily have to have a specific order. Okay. And the the church recognizes these orders as good things, not something that's straying away from the church. No, I mean because a lot of them have, you, you know, they serve a purpose, right? And um, you know, depending on what their focus seems to be. Um, in the case of the Legion, their focus was. In my opinion, um, it was on creating, a, um, it, was, it was creating a basis by which they could uh, empower a more conservative uh, practice of the faith, while at the same time um, there was a heavy emphasis on education because they would use that as a means by which they could bring in future priests and they consecrated, and also. Um, on money, right? There was because it takes money, and 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 it's no different than any aspect of our society, right? The more money you have, the more things you can do. So sure. their focus was was on that fundraising. I don't, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if fundraising is as much of a. I mean, obviously there's money, right? 
mm-hmm. the leader of this of this uh, legion of Christ. Of this, uh, um, you know, he, I mean, he was doing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars a year, bringing it in to um, to his order, and then by extension into Rome, right, where where the hierarchy of the church hundreds of millions. Probably, I think they said at one point he was doing. Um, I think I, I read where he was doing about eight hundred million dollars, eight hundred or nine hundred oh million a year. Right? Wow. That's a lot of dough it, across the entire U.S. or just well across in... the world. I mean, oh, okay. you, you got to remember this: this uh, Legionaries of Christ actually uh, formed in Mexico. That mm-hmm. was, you know, Maciel was mm-hmm. the, who was the leader of the Legion, the original leader of the Legion. He originated in Mexico, so right, and then it spread from there. But it's 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 throughout the world. I mean, okay, so wow. So this guy, Ma- Father Maciel, as he's known, he I think he's like he started what in the forties or something like that, yeah, and, in Mexico, and um, had his own way of of practicing Catholicism, and decided to set up this order of way of like practicing your Catholic faith, right? Is that kind um, of? I guess I mean you know. People see the faith through different eyes, right? And 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 I don't know what Maciel's original motivation was. I mean, I, I again, you got to remember the the my involvement in the Legion from a from an active participation wasn't as a legionary priest, right? Certainly, right. Um, I, I married and have children. It was in a it was in a lay um, a program called the Regnum Christi, which was designed for people who wanted to help in this, you know, in furtherance of the Legion. And so, and I was only involved in this about a year, right? Actively involved. Now, mm-hmm. obviously, it's been it's been 20 some odd years since, um, since I was involved, but, and it probably took two or three years after we left to really kind of almost absolve ourselves of like the traces of it, but, um, but not not you know haven't been actively involved. So let's 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 get some foundation established. So there's the order, which is more of like a bunch of priests and organization within Catholic Church or faith. Then there's when you say lay, you mean regular people. So not 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 priests or nuns. So it's like an organization that's tied to the legion, and it's called Regnum Christi. Right. And it's so it, it's comprised of people like yourself who want to um, get involved into helping um, further the movement as they call it, right is that sure. what they, is that the, what they called it sure the movement of the legionnaires of Christ right mm-hmm. yeah so were there the order was only composed of priests so okay um, you have you have the priests and then you have the lay consecrated the consecrated like they, and, you know people people um, people know about nuns, right? Nuns are, mm-hmm. I mean, that's very common. They, the, um, the, um, the Legion, as I understand it, they didn't have nuns per se. They had these consecrated women who would devote their lives to the order and to Christ. And so they kind of, it was, it was almost a parallel, right? To, a, to being a nun. They just didn't call them nuns. And then those people, so those, the, the priests and the nuns would work with the people in Regnum Christi to help spread the movement or, or perform other functions. So remember we talked about, there was, well, we we may not have talked about, I mean, you know, 
there's there's a lot of there's a lot of tentacles, right? Yeah. You can't you don't raise nine hundred million dollars a year <laughs> just by being a religious order and passing the hat once a week. I so mean, essentially, that's just not happen. What I understood was you have these priests. They would run these consecrated schools, or they would have um, lay consecrated women um, run these schools, and then they would in 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 that. Uh, recruit other women to become lay co- consecrated so kind of like holy almost not not, not the, to the extent of nunhood if, if I if you can say that um, but pretty much like people who would give up their entire life they would give up they would pretty much swear to a life of poverty they would pretty much tie um, or like not really like forget their family but you know kind of kind of serve more of the movement um, as needed, um, and then kind of run schools and run Regnum Christi, right? Those are the people, like these consecrated women were running, were the leadership within Regnum Christi, right? No, I don't, I don't know that that's accurate. I mean, um, you know, they, again, that was not my specific experience. Okay. Mm. So maybe, maybe let's, let's let's take a step back. Okay. Yeah. Let's start from the beginning. And I'll explain, right, where, how we became involved and what our experience was. Uh, Because I I can only speak, again, to a very small period of time and to a very limited um, uh, exposure, right? So it started like in late, late 1999. And we, we were homeschooling at the time. And, you know, there's homeschool support groups. And so uh, one of the homeschool support groups had uh, some affiliation with a family that was in, lived in Naples that was very, very wealthy. And they had started this small school, started with like six kids. And so they were actively recruiting for additional kids, right, to, to, to bring up, boost the because boosting the number of kids in the school not only increased or you know helped it to grow, but it also helped make it more attractive to what other people, right? Yeah. So they turned kind of to and the the homeschool you know um, element that we had you know was was of a religious bent, and so it kind of fit right in with what the the initial um, expectations were for the school that it was going to be a, a, a not a catholic school they couldn't call it a catholic school but it was in the catholic tradition right that they wanted to teach in the catholic tradition and 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 more of a conservative bent so at the time we were homeschoolers and we were catholic and we also believed in a very um cons- in in a more of a conservative interpretation of the faith right whereas some people you know, believe different, you know, varying degrees of how you should be practicing. And we, we were more in that, you know, um, in that bend where we believed in a, in a more stricter interpretation, right? So we get invited to this meeting out at this uh, very, very significant estate home down on the beach. And you're looking around and you see got this all this money and you have all these people and important people and you're, and you're going, wow, I mean, this this is a great opportunity, right? Because, because we all know the motivators, right, of people, right? Motivators, people. What motivates people the most, right, is probably your family, yeah, and so your children and your children's education and your faith, right? So all of these things are the, and money. Money's a huge motivator, oh, yeah. right? So you see all of these things laying before you, and your eyes get wide, and you go, "Wow, mm-hmm. this is a great opportunity mm-hmm. for." 
my family, my children, my faith, right? So we jumped right in. And so we become, we become, you, you guys become students, right? We had what? You, uh, Miles, we had Chase, we had Zach, was, um, was, I think that was Logan? No. I don't think Logan was Not there, yet. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, what does jumping in mean? I mean, well, like I mean, payments. we rolled you into the. Okay, so no. Matter of fact, that was the best part. It was, you know, we're going to waive the tuition because you have a financial, you know, need. And again, it, this was not about. This was not about at this juncture. It was not about getting money. It was about getting butts in chairs, right? Okay. Because that was what was important to them at the time. It wasn't. It was to show others that hey, we have the school and it's growing and it's thriving. And they were able to to support that financially. God bless them, right? Yeah. And so they did, and they and they brought in all these these homeschool families, and they put butts in chairs. They went from six kids to golly, I don't know. I mean, I've somewhere around here. I have the old yearbook from that year, right? Yeah. And so so they 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 accomplished something. Who is they right now? Who is they? So this is Royal Palm Academy. Was the name of the school? Okay. And so. this was pre Legionnaire. Uh, okay, so this was this was a school that was not that was that was governed by a board of directors, and it was and and it was not none of that was affiliated with the Legion. Okay, right yep. at that time. Now, whether or not there was a motivation on some people who you know that's that's I, I can't speak to that. So we jump in and we go and we enrolled you guys in school and and matter of fact we submerged ourselves. Um, not only into that, but also into, um, also, I, I mean, I joined, I became the parents forum, you know, the PTA president, if you will. Um, we, uh, volunteered at the school. We helped, uh, we helped, uh, you know, in the, in the outside and keep things clean and what have you. So, um, it really immersed ourselves and, and, and about that time they, it's when they informed us about this, Hey, this wonderful group that was called Regnum Christi. Which, um, which, which is tentacle number two. So now we're, so we're, we've got the education part, right? We're in the school and then it was Regnum Christi. And so what is Regnum Christi? Well, it was this group of people just like yourselves who, you know, are good Catholics and who want to better serve the Christ. And, and you can do that by, by participating in, in, in this commitment to Christ, right? And helping out in the greater good for the legion right so and and this is specifically for non you know non non when i say religious not non priests or like or consecrated women right mm -hmm. so when this was introduced to you this idea of regnum christi did you also know what the legionnaires of christ were well i mean i knew they were a very conservative religious order i mm -hmm. knew that they had a leader who was very charismatic, mm -hmm. uh, was very well regarded. I mean, these people spoke of him like he was, you know, Christ himself. Uh, you know, they, they placed him on a pedestal. Um, they talked about all these wonderful things he'd done. And when you looked around, all these wonderful things he'd done, I mean, you know, it was just, um, you know, they were, they were bringing in uh, priests. They were bringing in, excuse me, they were bringing in um Seminarians mm -hmm. who uh, who were one step away from being a priest, um, and so it was like you look at this and you're like, wow, this is great. And they're talking about the conservative elements and you know how you should be going to confession and how you go to church every week and you know doing things and praying and studying the Bible and 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 so it was it was like, hey, why don't you know why don't you join this men's group? Val 
had joined the women's group and I joined the men's group and we had, a, it was a very small group of us and we'd meet once a week and we did it. We matter of fact, we did it at Perkins, right? We'd go to Perkins and we'd have breakfast <laughs> yeah. and that way on the way to, to work, you know, we get together and we'd read the gospel for that week. And, and each one of us would take turns talking about how, how the words of that particular gospel for that week impacted us and what it meant for us in our lives. And, and you learn from each other, right? And then they had a commitment card, right? So these are the things that you should be doing in furtherance of your relationship with Christ. And, and, and here's where like the first element of peer pressure comes in, right? Because it talks about, you didn't just, you didn't just have the card, but you had to, in this group of people, you had to tell them whether you met your, your expectations for the week or you exceeded your commitment expectations for the week or you maybe you didn't maybe you unmet right so on and, this card this is called a commitment card it right. had it had a set like list of things for oh. you guys to do every daily well it, it, I mean it was a guy it was guidelines right it was guidelines that just basically explained that here's how you should be living your life these are the things that you should be focusing on right I mean um, and, it, and it's not any different than 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 what you know, an ordinary any ordinary priest might be preaching to you in his homily every Sunday, right? Mm. Do good, resist evil, right? Those are the yeah. basic. That's the basic connotation of the of the teachings of the Catholic faith, right? So, and that's what this was, and it talked about things, but you know, reaching out and helping others, and and you know, having this commitment, right? So, I can these, ima- I can imagine this putting myself in your situation where I'm a really conservative uh, Catholic. I've joined the school that has very similar beliefs as I do. Now this group comes along, has very similar beliefs as well. They're promoting my faith, uh, making more priests, like pushing, making it bigger in the world. And then even just this, this commitment card, it kind of seems like it's not just, hey, we go to church and we do this and then we go do our normal lives. It's like we're actually going to live to the, the preachings that we do. Right, yeah. and so yeah, I, you, I could see how you could really just be really into this. Yeah, I'm look, just really looking, excited looking at some of these things on this card, um, it's kind of hard to not be um, attracted to what it's teaching. Like, um, you know, it, it tells you, uh, you know, a member of Regnum Christi should be a faithful follower of Christ. Great great but humble distinguished at the same time a servant of all a leader of souls and regular soldier of the movement uh contemplative and conquering these are all great things like if you go to like a leadership seminar these are probably some similar through lines of like how to like lead a great life very much so, yes. and so i can imagine you're looking at this going like hell yeah like you know, assign me it, the, it, the it fuck actually, up. no it actually <laughs> goes bigger it goes deeper than that chase because you have to remember, at this time, you're going to church every week, and you're looking around the congregation, and you and what you see, and this is, I mean, this is not derogatory, but what you see is a bunch of gray hairs, right? And, and, I t- and I remember telling Valerie, I was like, our faith is going to die off, right? There's, there's very, very uh, few young families significantly involved in the faith right you see the graying of the catholic church and i don't mean and i don't mean that literally i don't mean every every head was gray but right. when you look around and you look at who was you know who was helping out who was doing those things who was lead, it was and 
and and then you had this, and it was the zealots, right, that were 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 putting the turning the world on fire, and 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 and, for, and all this for the you know the, uh, for the further into Christ, right? Yeah. And so I remember I remember thinking, wow, what a powerful group, and what a wonderful thing they're doing. Right. Yeah, they even have things like um, how to encourage to spread the word of the movement. Right. Like they have sections where it's like in regards to your family, like how to get your family involved and the Mm. great things for your kids. There's a section called at work, like how to further the movement by spreading it to your coworkers. There's in your social like life like um, and it all it all. I mean, when you're looking at these things, too, it's like things that that really. Um, have roots in the Ten Commandments. Like, uh, don't let yourself be influenced by luxury and vanity and selfishness. Uh, bear witness to the Christian authenticity. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and it's it, it's essentially like trying to do what you're saying is like, don't you're trying to further the existence of like younger families in the Catholic Church, essentially, right? right. That's that's very important. What? But what? what's kind of what what kind of put me off a little bit after reading this is some of the commitments that you have to make seem kind of excessive like um maybe maybe hard to have that perspective when you're really like passionate about your faith or you're very conservative uh, like you guys said you were like some of the daily things is upon rising in the morning uh off uh you have to give an offering to God. You have to meditate for 10 to 15 minutes. Um, you have to do Eucharistic celebration and communion if possible. So that means like going to, right, going to church if they have daily church service, right? Um, greeting the Blessed Virgin Mary, um, uh, doing a mystery of the rosary, which just means doing like a prayer cycle of the rosary. Um, you have to do a gospel reading and reflection for 10 minutes. Um, you have to visit... Uh, Christ in the Eucharist or in a spiritual communion and then when upon going to bed have a spiritual balance of that day for five minutes and these are that that that's just in the daily column so those are things that you have to be doing daily and then there's like four other columns of what you have to do weekly bi-weekly monthly and annually right so somebody who's like passionate can see this and be like okay i think i can do that 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 sounds reasonable and and, and it's only going to make me a better catholic right. um but but here's here's the catch chase because you, what you said was right it, if 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 it was just about doing these things that would be wonderful and and can you imagine how powerful i mean even when you talk when it talks about introduction of the faith to your friends and your fa- and your coworkers and such but it but this is a surface issue, right? This is what good Catholics should be doing no matter what. The problem comes in when you have you have these secondary issues involving the Legion and Regnum Christi. When remember I talked to you when I told you about it, it was a more of a conservative interpretation, right? So one of the things that really bothered me early on was why are you not more involved in local churches? And why are you not more involved at the 
the diocesan level, right? And, so they operated separately. Yeah, from that. and matter of fact, sometimes even secretively. And so we were told that the reason that they were doing that was because there was a lot of priests and bishops who just did not understand the conservative element and did not appreciate the conservative element and didn't want to have to. And, and, and if you think about this now, back then it made perfect sense, right? Because you, 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 you're like, yeah, of course. They're too liberal. It's like, it's like yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, the bishop. Oh yeah. You know, all he wants is the money, right? And he's political because right. he's running because he says he's trying to they have exactly that in right. every religion, every government, every society. Sure. There's always the people who are more conservative, more liberal. Sure. About absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. So these and, were the things they were telling you guys the, the, why they were right, had to yeah, operate and that's separately. why yeah so so when you twist those two things together the all of these elements and they're kind of they're kind of almost stabbing the 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 local churches and the bishops in the back at the same time but they're doing it they're doing it you know in, in whispers mm-hmm. and did that, that- at all concern you or was it did it really actually just make sense to you well initially it made sense initially it made sense it was like oh okay well yeah no i understand that but then when you started looking at it look as you got further into it like i said i was looking into this really actively for about a year when you started getting further into it it was kind of like you know why why would the bishop not want more activism and and these things why it, it was started to not make sense but 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 if you, but you dare not say anything because now you've immersed yourself into this. You're part now of the community. Now you've become now now these people. You're meeting with them once a week, and they're becoming part of your social circle, and they're your friends. And now you're looking across the table, and you're thinking, "Oh shit, how am I supposed to tell him?" How fucked up this this looks, right? <laughs> also, it's got to be intimidating because some of those people were very wealthy. Extremely. Some of them were very good looking, probably. Um, mm. So you're like, if these people are in it, like this can't be that bad. Right. And 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 all these things on this commitment card and the tenets of of this organization, on face value, seem like really great things for a, a, a Catholic. Of course. How can this be anything other than? Pure, pure, right. Pure. What was the first thing that hit you where you where you started to think like, oh, this is kind of doesn't make sense to me. All right, so, um, okay, so over the course of the year, you you can um, one of the things that happened was they told us we couldn't meet in a restaurant anymore, and I was like, Perkins, was like, yeah, Perkins couldn't go to Perkins. Isn't that bankrupt? Didn't it, didn't it go? Yeah, yeah. probably went bankrupt. Oh, but man. you know what? Rest it was a cheap peace. breakfast. And R. we R. all got together and we did our thing. It was wonderful, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, why the fuck can't we go to fucking Perkins, right? Yeah. Well, did you I say mean, that to them? Like well, that? Because yeah. <laughs> I think that would be against the commitment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my card. That was words. an unmet week. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's so, a deeper issue because if you did, they'd be like, Dan, this is not very... Oh, I got to tell you, when at the end, when it all exploded, I had plenty of those conversations. Yeah, so we'll get, we'll get there. there. Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> so so the, that was kind of like the first thing. It was like, why can't we, you know, we're doing this. Why does it have to be so structured? Why does it have to be so disciplined? Why can't we just serve Christ? Why can't we just do these things and serve Christ? Why do we have to do it in someone's home, which is where it ended up being, right? And then you also, you had, you, the other thing they introduced was you had this spiritual director. 
and you had to get you had to get these you get spiritual direction from this person. Well, this was not a priest, and it was not a lay consecrated. It was a nun. It was it was an individual, and so you had to have like you had to basically bear your soul to these people and tell them your shortcomings and your disbeliefs, and they would use that and they would twist that and they would turn it and talk to you about how you needed to you know. And so even when you had these things, and it was like. Uh, why can't we meet at Perkins? Oh, we can't meet at Perkins because, you know, we, we need to follow the structure of the discipline because that's what makes us work. Oh, okay. And so mm-hmm. you so you kind of push that off and then you feel bad almost because, you know, they're looking at you like, how dare you? How dare you question, you know, Masi? I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's, yeah. he's this great, wonderful. And then we went we went to Atlanta and we met Masiel, right? So what was happening and, in Atlanta? So <laughs> they were having this, they were having a, uh, they were having they were having something. What was it? Some kind of conference. It was it, a conference, but they were also okay. They were <laughs> conducting first um, communion. Yeah. So what is that called? That's a um, that's a first sacrament. Communion. It's a, a sacrament. sacrament. Course, so they were yeah. they were give, they were performing sacraments for all the yeah. students. Yeah, we were very. Excited. And who was one of the people who was getting the first communion? Hold up, hold up. Before we get there, right? So we're really excited about going. But you know what? God works in mysterious ways, doesn't he? Yeah. And we're on our way to Atlanta. What happens? The bus breakdown. The fucking bus breakdown. <laughs> now, you would think that yeah. that would have been a red flag, right? Yeah. Get an Uber and go home. They didn't have Ubers back then. but you know, <laughs> So that would have been a red flag. The bus broke down on the way. Well, they sent another damn bus, right? Yeah. So... Yeah, Chase, you were getting your first. You you got your first communion from Father Maciel, right? Yeah. Which, which really? was, we were so looking forward to. Yeah. I was so young that you, I, I have memories of that time, but yeah. it's not enough to really know about that. Yeah. I do remember I was very upset that Chase got to get first communion, but mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah. They they hyped it up for you. Like, oh, you're going to see the leader of oh, the yeah. movement. He's so holy. I don't He's know if you guys, do you guys person. remember him coming in? And people were like, uh, yeah. I mean, I felt like it was. Uh, I felt like, like a it mega was, church type it, thing. Yeah. Oh, they and worshipped him like he yes. was a god. And so I'm looking at this, going, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, you were like, huh. you're like looking around, going, "Oh shit! Why? Why are they doing? What did I do? Yeah, Scientology I mean, wasn't a big thing back then, right? I'm sorry. Like you didn't. I mean, well, no, like no, no, these I, types of things where people kind of worshipped like a person. Yeah. Did you? They weren't really no, as. Yeah, no. but the thing is, like they 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 spoke about him like he was cl- like almost more holy than the Pope was. Yeah, and oh, he absolutely. Was was a direct connection to God. Yeah. Right. And so I do remember. Get, I got my first. I got reconciliation, which is like when you go to confession. You did that there. Did that there. That was my first time doing it there. And then I got communion uh, for, from him for the first time yeah. uh, when I was there. And I do remember it was like in this big. Like, I got a picture. Thing. Oh, great. But <laughs> <laughs> that family album. Yeah, a child. Right. So do you remember? Do you remember something else? And this is I'm going way off track here, but we were going down an escalator. Do you remember cutting your hand on the escalator? Mm, no. I felt so bad for you because you were like playing with the you know the little thing, and I kept telling As you most kids do. Your, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I told you to take your goddamn I, I hand. Still <laughs> and and then all. So like Father Massimo like that. I felt really bad for you, but anyway. <laughs> and there's it was probably another sign, right? Mm. Probably another sign. Yeah. Turn around and go. So the, how far, like within the kind of yearish time frame, when was this? You know what? I I, I, I could not tell you. It was it was. I don't know. I don't I don't remember. Yeah. So. But anyway, so so we so, get back. so here's the little red flags that are going up, right? I remember. Um, 
I mean, I, I, I just, it, it, it just, you just had this uneasy feeling, but, but you know what? You started blaming yourself. You start, I mean, I did, I blame myself. I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not a good Catholic. That was going to be my question to you is like, did you start doubting yourself? Absolutely. Thinking like, I'm like those bishops. Yes. I'm like those other priests. Yes. How could I be that way? Yeah. I'm going to burn in hell. And, and I think that, I'm responsible for all these kids. I think that speaks to a tactic that is often used in cults where just like your commitment card that has a rigid structure of how you, what you need to do daily, annually, bi, bi-monthly, bi-weekly. And if it's something that's almost unattainable, um, they use that to to almost control you or manipulate you. Of course. Right? And course. so... Um, like I can just, just to admit to always make yourself feel like you're not good enough. You're not good. Is enough. that what you mean? Yeah. You're not good enough. You so you'd be better. To, and any doubts you have, it's yeah. just because you're not good enough. Well, they can they can use that to do make you do things that you normally wouldn't do. You would normally just question things like, um, but they're like, uh, and I remember mom telling me she was at this like woman. She was at a uh, 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 friends uh, uh, of the of the movement. And they were like doing something completely unaffiliated with, you know, the church or the school. And she was like, they were like, have you done your uh, daily commitment? Right. And she was like, uh, no, like we're, um, we're here, like taking care of your kid. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no, you go in that room. I'll go in this room. You will, we'll do our daily commitments separately and then we'll come back. We'll talk about it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. So. And it made her feel bad. Like if you didn't do your commitment, would that be something you would say in confession? Well, no, no, you wouldn't say it in confession because the the parish priest would just wouldn't understand that, right? But the, what the but one of uh, the right. things okay. one of the requirements is you had to go to confession like twice a week. Well, it was biweekly. So or biweekly, I, I think, yeah. So, but but the idea. So if if for our for our audience that isn't Catholic, confession is a sacrament uh, in the faith where you go and you pretty much tell a priest, um, in 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 confidence, like what you've done wrong or like what you've sinned, what you what you think you can do better to be a better Catholic, and they hear you and they can give you guidance about it and they can help you and and then they tell you, oh, um, for these sins you should you know pray to Mary. Um, or you should do like a rosary or doing it like that. It's not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like to, to check yourself in your faith and, um, and to do it as frequently as biweekly, um, especially when you're a kid growing up <laughs> is extremely damaging, well, I think. Well. And, and not even just like a kid, but like you're essentially saying, and I, I remember going and being like, I haven't done anything wrong in like the last week like oh no you need something you need like you have sinned and it it would make me feel like like i needed to um have something or like um i was it made me feel really like i had this like burning guilt uh, understood and but you know what that's a whole different topic for a whole different day. Totally, totally. Okay. I'm just saying, right. but that's but, one of the so things that cults do to to manipulate and to get people more emotionally and like physically involved in, in the movement. Um, you mean com- confession? Con- uh, well, confession in Scientology, it's called, um, uh, I can't remember, what, you hold on to these things and right, they e-meter. Yeah, e- yeah. E- yeah. yeah. So in, in different cults, there's there's different, different. it's just framed. Okay, hold on, hold on. So way. let's, again, let's make sure we're qualifying something. <laughs> 
If you tell, if you suggested to me that the Legion and Regnum Christi were a cult, I probably would agree with you. Yeah. Let's not. But I would not agree but with you that the Catholic faith concession, as a whole okay. is a cult. But so. I think I think I point taken. But okay. what I, I think what I'm trying to say is. Um, well, I guess I'll take it. Scoot back to like your spiritual director, right? Like, what the fuck is that for? So, like, that's not a part of the Catholic faith. A, a regular uh, Joe Schmo is that's going a to control, give you spiritual. That's a control yeah. issue, one hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. But Did that's that's a, that's a part of like it. Kind of reminds me of confession, right? You they would say like, well, what do you? What's on your mind, right? Right. But you got to remember that the, the confession is confession is, is is a holy event that was you, you know that is. That is uh, that is approved by the church. It's understood by the church. You're, you're not confessing to a an individual. You're you're you know that individual is a conduit directly to God. He has the ability to to act in God's in God's deed and forgive you for your sins, right? And um, whereas spiritual direction was 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 like confession in yeah. that you were revealing things about yourself, but that person had no right to. To, to absolve you of or your offer sins. advice. Just, well, they yeah. could offer advice, but the problem is is that what we were finding is that it was being used more as an instrument to control you than and to and to offset to offset your you know those who those who have exited who were much deeper in than I was have suggested that it was used to offset that, right? I mean, um, and and to prepare for prepared to defend the Legion or Regnum Christi against these people that had exited. Ah, yeah. I see. Right. That's easy. I mean, lawyers use that. Sure. So, like, essentially, like, programming. Sure. So, okay. So then the next thing was uh, I went to this this retreat up in New York. And... um, So after Atlanta. After... Yeah, I believe it was after Atlanta. So the, the, the spiritual guide person came in after Perkins... Or were they kind of there the whole time? Yeah, no, they were there the whole time, but we didn't really use it like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so the men's side really wasn't as forceful in that regard because, quite frankly, I wasn't telling anybody shit. Right? <laughs> I mean, that was I, I just didn't subscribe to that. There are so, I, and you know what? And, Did you and feel I'm bad? not a perfect Catholic, right? And there's certain elements of the Catholic Church I still have a very hard time with in my faith. But I damn sure wasn't going to sit there and tell somebody that, mm. you know, here was my shortfalls. It just wasn't happening. Did you feel bad about that, though? Um, I don't, you know. Did I, you feel like you were sinning because you weren't no, telling them? No, I didn't tell them. I, I, I didn't feel like that. I Because I was, like I said... I think I think if I maybe if I'd been there longer, if I'd have been more ingrained into it, if I'd have been deeper into it, but there was no motivation for the, for me to do that. I wasn't going to tell this guy shit, right? So and it seemed more like Regnum Christi was aimed into recruiting more of the woman side of the families, right? They were more involved, maybe. The, you you got to remember that uh, again. Remember we're we're talking about some of the. So the, the closest individuals, the closest members that we were talking about, remember it's homeschooling, right? So women were the ones that had the time, right? They were they, because they weren't no longer homeschooling their kids; they were sending them to the school, and so then mm. they had the time and they had the ability to commit more. Whereas most of the men that were involved were, yeah, they were uh, working, yeah, and, working, right? so, supporting the family financially, yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's why the heavier emphasis on that. I think also. Generally, women maybe have a higher um, degree of 
uh, commitment to their faith, right? I mean, uh, at least at least it's been my experience. Yeah, okay. or maybe also just because for women who don't have a career, it's something kind of to, to be attached to. Like a lot of men get attached to their career; they want to advance, whatever. Yeah. But maybe some women who are stay-at-homes who now aren't taking care of their ki- children all day need something to like do. Need, need yeah. community, probably. Yeah. Community, yeah. absolutely, um, absolutely. Yeah. So, so then we went to New York. Yeah, New York. <laughs> Chase to got New his York tongue touched, this. and then New York. Yeah, so New York was kind of where it started to unravel, at least for me, the, you know, in a bigger way. Um, went up there for this retreat, and I remember you couldn't, you couldn't want. They didn't have any. They they put you up in the in 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 this retreat center, but it didn't have TVs and didn't have radios. Was it like newspapers. a reconditioned hotel? Yeah, or something? basically, okay. essentially. Yeah. And it was owned by. It was owned by the Legion. Okay, yeah. and. You know, I mean, they had, good, they had all these seminars that you'd go to, and they, you know, they, people would talk about different elements and how to again, again, it's about strengthening your relationship with Christ, right? But it was also there was a heavy emphasis on how that relationship with Christ could be better served with your relationship through the Legion, right? Because to, to further the because movement. because it's always right. That's right. Because really, they that's what they needed, right? They needed, and and, I'm gonna, and we haven't talked about the lay. We haven't talked about. Um, the apostolates yet, right? And the apostolates, maybe this is a good time to talk about that before I go into to the to the New York trip. You gotta remember. Um, so we talked about um, schools and the reason that. So at some point, and it's, it hasn't happened yet, but we we find out that Legion is uh, the Legion is focusing on schools. Hmm. And the reason they're focusing on schools is because it's what a what a wonderful way to funnel children, right? Yeah. Formation, mm-hmm. and then right to the right to the seminary, and then right to the priesthood or the lay consecrated. So the idea was to get kids involved in the faith via the schools, attract them into becoming priests and lay consecrates. Okay, so no, 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 that's not it. That's not it. So that is an an element of it. That's not the focus of it. Okay, right? Because remember, the secondary focus is. Is recruiting people. Recruiting people to do what though? Into Regnum Christi, and then what is the one of the responsibilities in Regnum Christi? Was you? They 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 said you need an apostolate. An apostolate was something that you were doing or building or creating that um, that would help serve Regnum Christi and the Legion of Christ. Right now, the apostolates were very important because when when you have a when you have a, a religious order that is not permitted to to operate in the in diocese and it wasn't just the diocese of venice which is where i'm from it's diocese all around the the country right so had prohibited these from from operating really so so we haven't i think established that yet (laughs) okay we said that it they operate separately but we did but i did tell you that remember they told me about the bishop um and the bishop didn't understand and the and i Mm -hmm. because i asked why are you not more integrated into individual churches or into the to the diocese as a whole. And, and that was because they quite frankly were not allowed to. Correct. You have in order to in order for a religious order of the Catholic faith to operate within a geographical area in the United States, you had to have the approval of the bishop who oversaw or the archbishop who oversaw that geographical area. Okay. Now our particular our, our state is divided into I don't know probably uh, let's see. You had the Diocese of Venice, the Diocese of Miami, the Diocese of Jackson, so Orlando. So you had all these different dioceses, and so the Diocese of Venice was the one that that served the area that that we were in, right? So, 
but that was that was universal, right? That was around that was around the country. We later found out, right, that they had these limitations, and so so having apostolates helped to circumvent that. It helped to overcome that because what apostolates were, and and in the in in the instance of the school later on when we when 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 the when the fracture takes place. There was a there was an entity called the National Consultants for Education, and it was an apostolate out of Connecticut, which is where, interestingly enough, the Legion was headquartered, that called itself independent of the Legion, and therefore they were allowed to operate these religious schools mm-hmm. because they weren't technically the Legion. So right? they essentially rebranded a uh, shell of, of the course. organization right. in order to circumvent the, I guess, negative um, publicity or branding if you will of the legion right okay so you said that they weren't allowed to operate where the bishop of that region said they wouldn't that that they can't right right you have to get permission but they're all around the world so were there some areas in the u.s and in other it didn't just because you had to have permission didn't stop them from doing it right right? but i mean did did they have permission in some places of course i'm sure they did there were some areas that they embraced them and royal palm academy the, the school in question wasn't actually labeled a catholic school no it was not it was not originally i believe it has since become a recognized Catholic school. Okay. So in other so everything that they had, they couldn't say Royal Palm Academy Catholic School. They had to say Royal Palm Academy, a school teaching in the Catholic tradition, right? So they just mm. twisted Loophole. things around. <laughs> Loophole. Now, if you're me and you're this you're this conservative Catholic guy, you're like, you don't see in the Catholic tradition. You see yeah. Catholic. Yeah. And you see school. And you see the kids wearing their little Catholic-esque school uniforms. you know, uniforms. Yeah. And you see the crucifix hanging at the front door when you walk in. And, you know, mm-hmm. so... If it, if it, uh, what's the, uh, if it, like, barks like a dog, it must be a dog or something yeah. like that. Well, it's, yeah. they, well, they call it the duck, right? Yeah. If it looks like a lucky duck, <laughs> it and it quacks, quacks like, a, like duck. a lucky it duck. It must be a duck. It a duck. Be, and, and it has alcohol. <laughs> yeah. It must be the lucky duck. <laughs> it looks like a penguin. <laughs> Yeah, then it walks like a penguin. So, so these apostles are really important. I, I got to tell you, I was just online the other day. I was looking up just because I don't, I don't really pay much attention to the Legion these days. I found, I don't know, I can't even remember, 14, 15, 16 different apostolates that were geared towards children. Children from, from preschool through high school, right? These about kids for Christ or kids for Jesus or whatever and it was. It sounds great. All these wonderful things, yeah. But but again, these are they're operating under the under under the, the guys the, the guys of the Legion, right? And yeah. and using and so so now we have another tentacle. Yeah, absolutely. So where were we going with that? We we're talking about the importance of the of apostolates, the apostolates, right? So National Consultants of Education. We'll come back to that. So I'm in New York and. And we were talking about these different things and how important it was. And I remember, like I said, I couldn't have a newspaper and we couldn't have, I read, I read that I was religious. I love the news. I read the news all the time, every day. Right. So I had to actually bribe one of the, one of the seminarians who was at the front desk. I said, Hey, if you go into town, 
would you buy me a newspaper? I gave him a ten dollar bill, and I said, "Just get me a newspaper. I just want to know what the hell's going." This is back before the internet, you know, before yeah, the nice. cell phones and the you internet. Pop right? up Google. How, right. long, how long was this trip? Uh, it was like, it was a long weekend. And they like told you no TV, TV, no, not even a radio. No, not even a radio. But we smuggled in a radio, right? Because <laughs> wow, sinners. <laughs> there was yeah, wow. no, we actually smuggled in a radio because there was a there was a sports event going on, nice. and we and there was like three or four of us that really wanted to hear. It. And I remember, <laughs> I think it was a football game because I remember it was yeah. cold while we were there, so it must have been football. And we all wanted to listen and find out what was going on. So we actually smuggled it. So then, and then the word gets out, right? This is great because now all of a sudden there's like eight or 10 of us in the room. And then, you know, and, and so, um, again, it was like, you know, I'm, you know, later on you think about it and you're like, okay, what, what was really so important that I couldn't take two hours out of my time and listen? But you know what? Again, people see retreats differently and, and, and the impact of it. But at the same time, I'm sitting there at this retreat and I'm watching some of these people and I'm listening to some of this stuff. And it start again, it's starting to, you're looking at. And, and also, I started to have some conversations with, with my wife. And she was kind of saying things like, you know what? I don't understand. I don't understand. This doesn't seem right to me. Hmm. Done. So we're on an apex, right? We're, we're fixing to hit a collision course where all of these little tentacles are coming together and they're getting ready to fall. Because after I get back from New York, not long after I get back, I'm, I, my phone rings. And the person who had been the principal of the school for a while and who was still the chairman of the board of directors calls me and he says, hey, I wanted to let you know. And it was a close personal friend of mine. Mm-hmm. An extremely wealthy individual, right? And he He's, had put up a lot of money. He put up well for okay. the school. So listen, I don't want to talk about how much money he did or didn't put up because I don't think I I don't have any personal, mm. direct, independent knowledge of that. I know that there were allegations about how much was promised versus how much actually went in. And so I can't speak to that. I never saw books. Yeah. I do know. He said one thing, they said another. Right. Okay. So and this was one of the people towards at the beginning well, that you met. Yeah, that was the absolutely. Wealthier. Yeah, and and he was very devoted to the school. At one time, he served as the interim principal because yeah. they needed a principal. The whoever it was that was before had left, and you know, and he, you know, uh, he very did charismatic, all kinds of very charismatic, very friendly. I remember him being like, "We're gonna have official school gum." We're all saying gum. I remember being at his house. Like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Oh, we used to go yeah. to his house all the time. It was very big. Yes, it was. And there was a rock slide. <laughs> <laughs> and it was fun. Yeah, the yeah. pool looked like something you'd find at a resort, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So he calls me up and he says, hey, um, listen, I just wanted to let you know, um, New York, I had to go to New York. I can't remember if he said he had to go to New York or the people from New York came down to him or they called him. He said, they want me to step aside and as the chairman. I have to get off the board. And I said, what, what's up with that? And he said, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're transferring the control of the school over to this National Consultants for Education. And the apostolate. They, the apostolate, yes. And he said, and they don't want me to be involved anymore. And I said, Pat, that's, that's, we can't do that. That's That's... We've got to we've got to fight this. And um, he said, no, 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 no. He says, listen. Um, he was kind of, he was a bit a little bit reluctant. And and later, and again, you know, I'm 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 furious because I watched him and he did so much. And and now, mm-hmm. so I thought, okay, so now 
later on I find out that there was some financial issues that were involved and some allegations of self-dealing and some monies that supposedly weren't paid. I, again, I know there was a lawsuit. I know there was a settlement. I didn't follow. That wasn't about me. I wasn't involved in that, right? This was about my children, my family, my children's education, my faith, right? All these things that all these things were very significant motivators for me and and my family, right? So I said, well, let me do some digging around, right? This is back in 2000. And in 2000, keep in mind, you didn't just Google something <laughs> and in this trove of data comes back, right? Wikipedia? It was, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. So there was, yeah. And... But I did, but there was the internet, and I was internet savvy. I was computer savvy. I was an investigator. I was a, uh, matter of fact, I was yeah. What were you doing at the time? I was a I was a supervisor in um, in the Violent Crimes Bureau of the Sheriff's Office at the time, right? So, by the was, way, Google was created in 1998. So, yeah. I mean, you could have used. Come on, it. well, I, I may have. But at the time, I got to tell you, <laughs> I was pretty kidding. staunch Yahoo user at that oh. time. Uh, so. <laughs> One of those. <laughs> But you know uh, what? Not nearly as bad as Jamal, because I think if I recall correctly, what was the precursor for Firefox? What was that? Netscape. Netscape. Right, yeah, she yeah. was a big Netscape user, and mm. I, didn't, I didn't care for Netscape. I was a Yahoo user. <laughs> so, so um, get I get on my Yahoo and I start doing a little research, and I start seeing some things that um, were very very disturbing. And uh, as soon as I hit it. Um, as soon as I hit it, it was like this flash of recognition and this understanding of why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And I knew, and I realized that we, I had something really big, really, really big. And I wasn't quite sure what to do with it because what I found was that the Legion had done this very same thing at other schools around the country where they came in and took them over. Yeah, um, so let's talk about how that happened. Like, what What is the template of a Legion takeover? Okay, so, and this is really important, and thank you for asking that question, because what they weren't taking over, they weren't, like, starting schools from scratch, at least right. what, they would have... They would have these schools that were started by very wealthy people get up and running and have some element of of financial capacity and then they would say okay now that you've got it up and running now that it's worth it's got in this particular instance our school was getting had purchased some land and was getting ready and some very valuable real like estate like 11 acres uh, well right? it was more than that it was it was very, it was about 10 million dollars worth of real estate in a very high end of town they're on 11 acres now that wasn't the original okay. purchase i see and so um so now there's a lot of money involved here. And I and I reading these stories about these other school Atlanta and Atlanta was the big one. I actually called some people in Atlanta and I was like, what the hell? What's going on there? And they told me that and I was like, oh my gosh, that's exactly what's going on here. Mm-hmm. They're bringing in this company called the National Consultants for Education, right? NCE. Now, I don't I you know, the only thing I know about NCE is is and and they and and they may may or may not still exist. I don't know is that they were acting as a front for the Legion in furtherance of these schools, right? Uh, running of these schools. And, you know, they, their intention may have been pure, just as my intention was pure, right? I was a member of Christie. So but, what they were doing was they were recruiting really wealthy people. They were ha- creating w- uh, with 
through Regnum Christi, a group of parents to start a school. Well, I don't know that they. I, I don't know that that's that's the template. So let's. I want to be really careful with okay. that. Whether or not they are recruiting, or whether or not they saw school and they integrated into Regnum Christi and then took it over. Gotcha. Is, I, I can't tell you which which comes first. So the they would essentially, the, you know, the, yeah. So they would essentially use uh, maybe and both abuse, yeah. uh, families' faith to um, seep into the organization. Yeah. So remember, the, and the common element here is these are non-diocesan schools. So what is the reason you would have a non-diocesan Catholic school or Catholic? Esque school. What does that mean, non-diocesan? For okay, so people who don't. Rem- no. So the, the diocese approves certain schools. There's certain schools in the diocese that you know, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools that have that are on that come under the direct supervision of the diocese. So diocese is a governing governing faction of the Catholic of the Catholic Church, and then the, the headquarters is run Rome. by a bishop. Well, or the Vatican, right? Run right? by the right again with the bishop, the archbishop, yeah. the cardinal. The this is the, so this pope, is essentially right? the government of the if you could if you could call it that sure the equivalent of the government of the Catholic of uh, the Church right. and where in which the Pope is the leader yeah. like the president and then you have a bunch of like senators which is like bishops yeah. and and all of that so these are people who who pretty much say whether or not it is a um so it can like be governors. recognized yeah. as a Catholic thing yeah yeah okay so. And uh, and you're right, and they are like governors because they have like an, uh, an an air of independence, but they still have to operate within certain rules, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so, so the, we talked to yeah. Atlanta, and Atlanta tells us, yeah, they tell us about this takeover, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what's going on here, and so that was that was that was domino number one. Well, what was bad about the takeover? Because I mean, just looking on it from the outside, it doesn't really seem bad. It's like this company that runs. Catholic or Catholic uh, schools is right. just gonna run it. I think it was just the way that um, I think it was the way that it happened, and it was almost like a forceful takeover. How your friend was pushed down. Yeah. And yeah. This and that. So let's again, talk about it, that. What well, happened? What happened? Yeah. What do you mean? And well, I, so you you've you've so previously that wasn't the only thing I found though. Well, we'll, we'll get to that, but <laughs> but but I think I think the, you know what that's important though to understand that okay because so let's get into because it. this is this is if it was just about forcing out right there was there was again there was allegations that they were utilizing these schools to feed and then you know you're doing the research and you start to look at it and you're like wow it's not just me and it's not just my wife who are having these odd associations with what's going on with this Regnum Christie thing where, you know, these spiritual advisors are, you know, m- making you divulge secrets to them and, and, you know, how, how, uh, you know, the, the, again, it came back to why are we not operating within the churches? Why are we not in the local churches? Why are we not operating with them? And then, um, and then there was the issue with Maciel. So the this, leader of the, of leader, the organization, right, the leader of the organization. So, all right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna pause there to tell you. At this time, I was working in violent crimes in the sheriff's office. I was a, I was an investigative supervisor. I had been working investigating child crimes, in which child children were victims of either physical or sexual abuse. So I'm reading and I see where there were allegations and long, long, long time allegations of that Maciel had been involved in the sexual abuse of children. So 
of course, that to me was, um, that was hitting way too close to home. Number one, again, my children are, are in this in this school. Now, I had no reason to believe that anything of that nature was taking place at, at Royal Palm. Right. Um, I had no reason to believe that any of the priests or the seminarians that were involved had anything to do with that. But um, there, there was, there was, um, there was these factions that were that were warring over these allegations that involved Maciel and sexual abuse of seminarians and sexual abuse of children. And when I looked at when I when I dove deeper into it, I could see there was credibility. There was credibility in the disclosures that were being made by the former seminarians. There was just credibility in how it had unfolded and the things that had taken place. And I saw what appeared to be an extra now this is remember this this all predated the whole priestly scandal that eventually erupted, right? Right. And um and I and I looked at it and I said to myself, he's I know he did it. He's guilty. He's one hundred percent because of Just, your experience. Because of my experience, and you, you know, you can you can uh, you can look at it and you can go the, the things that were said, the things that were disclosed, the way it took place, the secrecy behind it, the 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 um, the, the deniability or the denials that took place. Those were all very to me very characteristic of a very credible disclosure and very credible um, incident, right? So now I couldn't prove it and I wasn't on uh, terror to prove it, but I did know that we, we had a huge problem here. This guy who was, had this, you know, who's being worshiped at, at, a, at a Pope-like level and beyond. So you're thinking back to Atlanta where these people were chanting, like cheering, they were cheering, cheering him on, yeah, acting like, like he carrying was Carrying him in on their, I can't remember if it was, I remember they carried him in on some type of Chair platform thing? or something. Really? Jesus. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm thinking, and you're yeah, absolutely. And I'm thinking, this is, this guy is a child molester. No, no doubt and, in my mind. And you found this just the, what you made you feel that way or believe that he was a child molester just on the internet or was it things that you also found through people you worked with? Um, well, you mean from his perspective or what do you mean? I'm not understanding that. The, the, all the information that you found, the, right. the testimonies from the seminarians mm-hmm. and things like that, was that all on, all on the internet yeah, that anyone was, could have found? That was on the internet. And yes. nobody up to this point had any whispers or rumors of this kind of behavior? Not, not in any of the circles that I ran, right? So nobody in the Southwest Florida element. But you said there were people that had exited... The legion, the legion, the right. right. The, well, the legion. Well, people exited the legion in Regnum Christi, yeah. But again, but that was not. That, that was just because they were like, okay, I'm done with this. No, or no, no. It? That wasn't no, not in Southwest Florida. We had a pretty stable group. Oh, okay, right. Mm. We had a pretty stable right up till then. And so you find you find this evidence, and you're convinced. You're saying yourself, what the fuck is going on? What did we get ourselves into? Uh, this was. I got to tell you, I, I mean, I, this was not just a home run in the sense of of disclosure. This was also a home run for the individual who had been asked to step down. And, you know, and, and obviously, as soon as I brought this to his attention, because that's the first thing I did, um, you know, he went from, oh, I want to take some time to consider this to I want, we're going to fight this, right? So, okay, 
Now, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to tell you. Remember I told you early on there was a whole bunch of money that was involved, right? So whether or not his intentions were for money were, were or pure, whatever. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He sees this now and he goes, hey. Leverage. Get yeah, on a hell, yeah, yeah. Get on a hell free card. Exactly. And so we went to his house one weekend. We printed off, oh my gosh, all these, all this information. I remember. Yeah. Spending and we lots put of time it in we his house. Put it into packets and we met, we knew that we couldn't distribute it at the school, right? But we wanted everyone who was affiliated with that school to get a copy of that. We wanted them to see. It was all the stuff from the internet, right? It wasn't Dan making this up. This wasn't the former principal making this up or the chairman making it up. This was this was stuff that, you know. And and again, you know, allow them the opportunity to see it, to read it, to understand it, and make their own, come to their own conclusion. Now, and that was probably mistake number one because um, sometimes people have a hard time looking beyond the, the written word, right? And, and even allegations, right? Because when you're so deeply immersed into this, if somebody had told me the week before and I had not gotten the call from the chairman, of the board saying that they're trying to push me out. I don't know how I would have felt. Now, once I saw that, obviously, based on my my own experiences, I, I, I knew. I knew I could tell right away. But maybe maybe others wouldn't. Maybe they wouldn't understand it. Maybe they wouldn't have interpreted it in the same way. But I, but, and so, hmm. yeah, that was kind of. When so you, we hit people right upside the head with this. When you When you found out personally, when you Googled those things, was it at that moment where you surprised or was it kind of like i i knew something was was well, up yeah i knew uh it, again remember we're we're leading up to hey this something's something's just not making sense i gotta tell you your mom actually came to me first um and 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 i kept telling her oh you know you're just you're just you're, you're looking into this too deep you're trying but as time went on and she would you know continue um it I did. I felt the same way, and 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 I just could. And then and then after the bomb hit, right? There was two sides. You either believed it or you didn't. And for those that believed it, we heard a lot of the same thing. Oh my God! I felt this way myself. I felt like something wasn't right. I felt like you know how could how could how could this be happening? In, in you know when everything that was so right made me feel so wrong. Right? All these wonderful things because 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 doing these wonderful things for your faith right and but there was but there was this underlying ickiness to it mm -hmm. and so that was half that was well well i, I don't i don't i can't say half that was part right so those people came back and they went yeah thank you thank you for exposing we had a we had a big meeting we rented a big room at um at the registry resort and a meeting room and i'll have the parents come and we explained to them and I, we told them we stood up there and said this is what precipitated this this is what we have discovered this is what we intend to do. And from there, was it like the next day, all these people leave the school, leave the Legion, mm -hmm. or did it slowly? No, we didn't leave the school right away uh, because we were trying to really, again, we got to remember a lot of this part of it was being manipulated by the former chair, mm -hmm. who I think was still trying to preserve some of the whole, some of the issues relative to the financial aspects because there was a lawsuit that was filed. So just walking away maybe wasn't the best idea. It mm -hmm. was, hey, we've got this wonderful school. We can salvage this. It hasn't been completely consumed. Um, and so we did. We tried to salvage it. And then that's when I, I think I told you beforehand, we were talking, um, 
you know, people, people who we knew and who we were friends with and socialized with and consider ourselves to be very close to just turn their backs on us. And it was like, like, how no. dare you? Yeah. How could you? This is like sacrilegious. You've forsaken how, our God. Yeah. Well, well, our God being. Yeah. Masiel. Masiel yeah. Right. And these were people you were really good friends with. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, many of them have since come and apologized and, um, and one of 20 them, years later, uh, uh, well, Many okay. So this later. was 2000, this is December of 2000. It wasn't until 2004, 2005, somewhere in there that the, that the Vatican finally condemned Maciel. To uh, let's end. just get this straight. Father Maciel had allegations, um, very credible allegations of child, uh, sexual, uh, abuse. misconduct and right. abuse. Since 1970, really? Actually, it may have even it was it maybe an earlier than maybe that. even earlier than right. that. It wow. didn't. It wasn't until almost 40 years later that the Vatican acknowledges and confirms and excommunicates. They didn't excommunicate him. That was the worst part. Okay, they, they asked him to take yeah to 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 live a life of to to pretty much just walk away. Right. Walk away, and that, that's what people always criticize the church about, right? That's well, that's it's the not big just, thing. but it just wasn't just Maciel. I mean, I was, you know, I mean, there was, there was, uh, you know, there was, there's obviously dozens and dozens of instances. I was watching a show the other day, um, and it talked about there were writings from back in the fourth century mm-hmm. of allegations involving the church and sexual abuse of children. I mean, it's an easy avenue for child molesters. Of course it, it really is. is. Yeah. So, it, but, but you know what, but it's not exclusive, right? Of so course, it's not exclusive yeah. to Catholicism. Of course, right? of course. So there Any were, there, and there's many, 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 many good people involved in the faith. 100%. Yeah. Let's, let's get that straight because we're going to talk a little bit of shit about Maciel and, and the people who had propped him up for decades that personally knew that this was going on and still covered it up and shame on those people. The people who are, uh, there's a lot of good and great people in the Catholic faith and that's, that's the foundation and, uh, even the people who who didn't believe you. Yeah. I'm sure they had the best of intents. Yeah, I think they did, but there were a lot of bad characters in play here, including obviously Maciel himself, but the people in his little posse that surrounded and enabled these allegations to go undisciplined. And that's the most frightening. And that, and that is not an isolated incident of just the Legionnaires of Christ. No, it's not. Unfortunately. No. Um, and so I've got to imagine that you're discovering this and, you know, the school aside, how did this impact your faith? Oh, yeah. So... I mean, it was devastating. It was absolutely devastating. Again, this, you know, I mean, we've now lived through the 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 blow up, if you will, of the sexual abuse and involving the church. And it was very high, obviously, very highly publicized. Lots of bishops and archbishops lost their their jobs over it. Um, I mean, it went up to and probably you know, the not enough. Of, probably not enough. I agree with you. Um, and, yeah. and and the unique scenario with you personally is you are very, very close to this type of 
situation, right? Well, okay. You, so again, you have made a, a career. Whatever. You have made a career for yourself in, oh, in, in involving in, children and and and, and, and putting people away for doing just the same thing. Of course. That is that is a very rare instance, and now you find yourself in this scenario where you're having to almost um, uh, convince a, a mob of family, uh, school families. Yeah, you're convincing a jury. Yeah, that um, this is in fact happening in this organization. But you, but remember too that again, it's it's like remember. Uh, if you liken it to dominoes, right? Um, all these different tentacles existing. So you've got the school, you've got Regnum Christi, you've got the Legion, you've got Possibly. the Maciel issue, right? So remember that the the domino falls, and it hits each one of these subsequent rows, and they're all falling at the same time. So it wasn't as if even the Masia, you know, even the Masiel issue, because there, there was, and, and part of it was, part of it, the hardest part of it was, and I think, I, and, and, and I don't know, I mean, because I see the victimization of children differently than many people do, because I had to deal with it. I had to face it every day, right? But I, honest to goodness, we, you had people who, who just don't see that as being, a factor unless it is directly impacts their life. So Maciel um, had never stepped foot on Royal Palm Academy, right? Maciel was not active in Southwest Florida. It was the people that were working for him. So, and remember too, so, so even if you just took and you carved him out and you said, okay, bad man gone, right? It wasn't the only series of dominoes that had fallen, yeah. right? And the reason I say that is, I mean, I remember people, because people would look at it and go, listen, listen, and, and, and honest to goodness, I can't, I, to this day, I cannot believe this woman told me this. Woman had a young kid, young boy in uh, Royal Palm, and we were at a meeting, and she, she looked at me and said, what difference does, well, how does it impact me what this priest this old priest who I've never met, who's never been here before, who has nothing to do with this school, what difference does it make to me that he made some kid give him a blowjob 40 years ago, right? Jesus Christ. And, yeah, so I'm looking at her like, what the fuck just came out of your mouth? Yeah. Can you, and yeah. why are you here? Why are you here to begin with? That's because crazy. that was the most, uh, I mean, that was the most uncaring, unchristian, uncatholic statement that I could, anyone could ever, so... But that was what you were dealing with, right? Because it didn't, it had nothing to do with this, this issue, right? Their, mm. their dominoes were only involved with this school, right? They'd be, and, I, and she wasn't involved in Random Christie. She wasn't involved in Legion other than the fact that her kid went to the school. So that was her series of dominoes that had fallen. And she was pissed because... She was pissed because we were coming in and we were making all these allegations and and she didn't understand the complexities of the other Rosa Dominoes, the Regent, um, uh, Regnum Christi, the Legion of Christ, yeah. the the allegations against Masiel, the, the and then and then even sub Domino Rose, right? Regnum Christi, Regnum Christi, what's wrong with Regnum Christi? We do all these wonderful things, right? You have this commitment, yeah, you do all these wonderful things, but then you had all these other subversive things that were going on you were you were you were acting disobedient to the to the bishops and to the and to the priests within the areas that you were you were committing you know you were covering not only were you covering up 
the allegations against Maciel, and, and the, the, the Legion itself did not come out and admit this until after he died. Did they finally admit that he had done these things? And, and, oh, and they did and, admit it. Uh, oh, they did, they did finally admit it. it. But here's the big shocking piece is they still have him up on a pedestal. Of course. Some, some, some do. Some do. Some do. And, and that church and that, 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 that um, order is still, is still under, um, is still being reviewed by, by, by the Vatican. It's still under control. Um, of the Vatican, so they're not they're not able to act as a quasi independent, uh, as my understanding is. So, so all these dominoes are falling, and you're sl- you're you're now looking at this as like, oh, I was being used. Like this Regnum Christi thing sounds great on, on surface level, but it's really just to get schmucks like me to do the dirty work for the Legion. Yeah, yeah but-, but my whole question here is. It's great. They get you to come in to do stuff, to get more kids into the schools, to do this and that. Where is the money coming from? <laughs> if they're giving you scholarships for your yeah. kids to go to the school and get more people, where is this money coming from? What's what's the whole point of all of this? Okay, so the point, uh, the point of all, yeah. So it's the wealthy. They targeted the wealthy. Remember when I told you that the, really the only reason we were asked to come to this school was to sit butts in chairs, right? That became very clear later on. It had they, they weren't looking for Dan because Dan had a pot full of money. And they, they wanted were, they wanted to enrich your spirituality within the Catholic Church. Yeah. So they were being this used. was this was that's right. This was a hundred percent about putting butts in chairs. So <laughs> you can use the bathroom. <laughs> bathroom break everybody <laughs> uh, so today the weather is 55 and sunny the, the yeah the uh weather on the eights uh so um this it's it's kind of crazy to think about um like my understanding or like i never thought about this uh until about a few years back when I was, I'm, I, I'm kind of fascinated with cults in general. I love to like watch the documentary, like a lot of people, it's like kind of like, uh, white girls and, uh, um, true crime. Like for me, Mm. you know, for me, it's like, I I feel like most of the interesting, like if you watch a TV show, uh, like American horror story, for instance, if they do like a cult, type uh season it's the most interesting one yeah exactly Because it's fascinating how people just follow things so i followed the subreddit cults yeah. and um there was a uh a post that i come across and it was like hey i have this friend and they're in this organization and the things they're telling me sounds kind of fishy and it's and really coming up oh years uh, a couple years probably in 2018 okay and um, they were like, I, I'm just looking for advice. Like, what do you guys think? Does it sound like it's bad? And the organization is called the Legionnaires of Christ. And for some reason, I was like, that sounds oddly familiar. Yeah. Like, why is this resonating with me? And so um, I was like, wow. And they were like, yeah, it's a part of the Catholic it's in a Catholic affiliated organization or order and blah, blah, blah. And so I ended up giving 
dad a call and I'm like, Hey, have you heard of this thing? And he's like, Oh, <laughs> oh that's crazy. let me fucking tell you. <laughs> and then he like sit, tells me the story and I'm like, Oh my God, I this remember. is crazy. Wow. This is crazy. So that just goes to tell you, you could have been in a cult and you don't even know. Yeah, technically. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, anyway, let's get back to the story. Until we get back. So can I do a shout out to my sponsor? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Who's the sponsor today? Yeah. Sponsor is uh, Zach Anderson PA. Zach sells Naples.com. Oh my god. Zach yeah. is the number one selling realtor in Naples, Florida. Not really, but almost. Well, right? well, it's based on a very biased um independent Hold also up, known hold as up, the, I have not. We have Zach not Naples Magazine. Kind of financial incentive for this ad, so I'm going to have to cut you off right there. Oh. <laughs> uh, if you ever have any real estate needs, go to ZachSellsNaples.com if you're in the Naples, Florida area. Yeah. There you go. Especially if you're affiliated with the Legionnaires of Christ. Uh, yes. or, no. Well, certainly if you have lots of money, please. <laughs> you may or may not, probably not get a discount. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Don't ask for a discount. <laughs> all right. So where were we? Yeah. So we were talking about all the dominoes falling. Yeah. There were quite literally a fractured uh, division within the parents of the school that either saw the evidence that you provided because you sent packets to everybody uh, quite clearly outlining what was going on with, right. with Father Maciel um, and uh, quite, you know, trying to decide what to do at this point. And many people said, you know, fuck you. Uh, yeah. Some said, oh, my God, this is crazy. Thank you for, you know, bringing this to my attention. What happens next? So, um, it again, it... it uh, oh gosh! I mean, they had like, like five or six teachers resign in one day. Really? Um, Just yeah. like up and say, you know what? This yeah. is fucked. No, like literally. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly what they did. And so we thought there was a lot going um, our way. I mean, there was. We did have a number of families who got together and said that they wanted to fight. Um, and then to fight to get the school back. Yeah, because it was you know again it was this wasn't about so, um, you know. Uh, t- turning over to a legion school, we weren't about to do that. So that what? Happen. So t- let's talk about like what, what like how this what, NEC or NCE NCE, NCE how, like so they appointed a new, um, uh, pres- got, uh, not president but uh, principal, right? Yeah. Well, okay. So no, no, no. The principal, the, the principal that came in was a lay consecrated woman from the from the legion, but she had come in earlier in the year. Mm. Um, and that was just to provide some assistance, you know, so that we were making sure that again by this by this time we're all gung ho for the region or for the Regnum Christi and for the Legion and and but but we still had that we still had an, an autonomy, right? I mean, we we still had a say, we still had um, you know a board that we felt was independent of anything um, uh, outside of that that core group that we had, so. But, but you know, once we sent the information out, it didn't take long. They called me. the 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 the, the board got together. They they dismissed the former chair. Uh, they called me up the next day and told me that I had been dismissed as the head of the parents forum and that you know I was no longer could perform in that function. Um, we left you guys in. I can't remember how long. It wasn't that long. Um, I remember being quite frankly yanked out of school one day, just like. Randomly, and then we went to a new school. 
This is like you're not you're we're not going here anymore. Yeah, we yeah, we started a new school. Well, here's the thing. Uh, there was a f- lawsuit that was filed. It, it took a little bit of time. This lawsuit was filed. The lawsuit got settled. Right? I wasn't involved in the lawsuit. As I said, that goes back to that whole financial aspect of it between the former chair and the and the and the and the board. Uh, and whether and, and to this day, I still cannot tell you who was right, who was wrong. Where it didn't matter to me. I didn't care about that. That wasn't. I was. I cared about my children. I cared about my faith. I cared about you know again your education. So um, we looked at it and said. You know, let, let's let them go. Let them have their school. I mean, it was there before I came, and so we started our own. We started another school, and but that didn't last long. Yeah, so. but one of the things you had mentioned before the podcast was that um, this uh, lay consecrated principal, I'll mm-hmm. call her, um, started to do some questionable things, like um, telling parents they couldn't meet. Oh, yeah. without her present, right? There was some things like that yeah. going on. Yeah, I mean, there were, you know, all of a sudden this air control. I mean, I was the president of the parent, PTA, if you will, right? So we used to send out flyers and notices. And so now every flyer or notice had to go through her. And um, one, I sent one out and it, it didn't say anything nefarious. It was just some information that I had and, and um, oh, I know what it was. We we had uh, we wanted we wanted uh, a list of students and their and their information, right, so that we could communicate with them. And she wouldn't let us have that. And then so every flyer then had to go through her, and she, she changed. She, she com- like completely rewrote one of my correspondence and signed my name to it. And she literally signed your name yeah. and sent oh, it out yeah, on your absolutely. behalf. Yes, absolutely, and. So I'm looking at this going, what? And th- that was at the very end because that yeah. was not, I, I just. That, so it's not like some crazy like shit, but it's like some like, hey, fuck you. Like, what, how, like what, what's going on here? Was this yeah. happening like when you were finding about uh, about all these other schools in Georgia or in Atlanta or whatever? No, that was, that was right before. That was just kind of, like I said, that was kind of probably in the same time con- frame, uh, frame as where the the whole New York trip had come yeah. in and you know everything was starting to kind of blow up. Right. Was, but I mean, were there did you find out there were other groups of people who were finding out about Maciel and about the Legion who were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this happened." Or were you guys the first ones to figure this whole situation out? Well, you know, I mean, I can't remember when I talked to the people in Atlanta um I don't know if they had figured it out by then or not. I'm I'm not mm-hmm. sure. It's hard to tell because uh, the lack of documentation, probably, and, and the lack of like internet um, right. infrastructure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it seems like you were mentioned or quoted in an, in the L.A. Times. I was actually I did a um, there was a book that was written um, by uh, a couple of reporters who um, were doing. It was a broader topic on this the sexual abuse in, in, of children in the church. And so I had been interviewed by a gentleman named Gerald Renner and was quoted in that book. And then we had also done an interview for the local newspaper. Right. And then, um, and then the Los Angeles times when, and so it, you know, that was a couple of years later. So it just goes, 
you know, starting to snowball from there. So, yeah. But so, was the LA Times article about just abuse in the church, or was it specifically about the Legion? It was, yeah. it was more about abuse in the church. Right? It was that, and then also just referencing, like, so here's the abuse that's happening in the church. Here's, a, here's an incident or an order that it's kind of like harboring this the these 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 um not harboring but the behavior Har- harboring is a good term harboring is a good term i mean there, there was no they they not only denied it they aggressively pursued these these former seminarians and former priests and anyone who stood in the way of former regnum christi people were sued were 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 um, had their their reputation sullied. I mean, it was it just was the absolute opposite of what we were supposed to be living by yeah, yeah. in our commitments to Christ and how we were supposed to be. You know, there was no charity whatsoever in any of this. Did did you or any of the people, you know, that you knew that you were friends with or the former board member get sued specifically for defamation or anything like that? No. No, uh, I didn't. Um, I don't know that anyone else in that area did. I didn't. I did. Uh, it was approached a couple of times by um, some individuals who wanted me to have a better understanding of what you know the totality mm-hmm. of things were, and it was funny because I had been. And I've been involved with it for a year. Like I said, I went to the Atlanta conference. I went to a retreat in New York. I had made friends with some of the with many of the priests and the seminarians and um and yet over that period of time um afterwards i none of them contacted me i got contacted by a couple of regnum christi members who said oh you know father so-and-so wanted me to pass this message on to you or brother so-and-so wanted me to tell you this but i but none of them reached out to me directly and and uh yeah so how deep do you think this stuff went? Like, do you think it was just a few members of Maciel and a few members of the Legion who were very evil people? Or do you think it was uh, much larger than that? Uh, I mean, and the, and the like rest to... of the people were kind of just really did believe in the, in the movement and what was going on. Yeah. So this is where I guess you have to, this is again, Remember when we were talking about tentacles or the rows of dominoes, right? So there's a row of dominoes that talks about um, that talks about the improprieties of the sexual abuse, right? And the and the allegations of sexual abuse. Well, not the there's no allegations. They've admitted it. They've admitted it. the guy yeah. fathered children, right? Who, who, who no, admitted it? The, the Legion. The Legion came out and finally admitted it in 2008. So when he, when he passed, so at some point. He was no longer the leader of the Legion. Well, he had okay. passed away. He died. That was right? when that, he died. He, was, he was sent off in like 2006, I think, or 2004, somewhere, to send off by the Vatican. He was told, you can no longer perform. You just have to go live a prayerful life. Because right? of all the allegations yeah. and stuff. And, but you, you know as well as I do. I mean, they were st- he was still mobbed, right? I sure. mean, I, you can't sure. you can tell me that he wasn't. And then when he died... Who who became the leader after that? Oh, I don't remember. There was there, someone there was a or just a board yeah, of people no, or was, something. No, there was there was there was there was some priests that were named that were and uh, they and they said yes, we know it was covered up. It happened. Well, eventually, you know. And again, remember by then, by the, we're talking eight years after I had left. Yeah, 
this was not a part of my life any longer, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wasn't following it. Every now and again, I would dig it up and I go, I wonder what's going on with that cult. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so even on the Wikipedia, <laughs> it lists, it, it, it mentions like this is pretty much a cult. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's quite, it's quite shocking. And, but the you more... know what? But again, I think, I don't, but I think, I think, but, but going back to the dominoes, right? So you talk about, was it, was it widespread cover-ups or was it was it a group a, a succinct group? I think that there were probably people that, that involved Maciel and, and those immediately around him who probably heard the the allegations, who denied the allegations, who probably covered up the allegations from from that broadest perspective, right? But but keep in mind it wasn't just about Maciel, right? <clears throat> it was about how. Um, the how the how the legion was conducting itself and the philosophies of the legion and the philosophies of Regnum Christi and what what that was right the fact that that people were being manipulated because of the their wealth they were being recruited because of their wealth they were being this this whole structure of this spiritual direction that was being utilized to control people um, obviously. Uh, the disregard for the bishops and the and and the fact that they had to operate in secret in certain areas of the country and around the world, the fact that there that there was this over our, the, this 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 shadow of the Maciel allegations that still was there, right? So when when you talk about um, when you talk about culpability, culpability, uh, you know, many of those people were very good Catholic very faithful people priests and consecrated and 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 people who devoted their lives to Christ and i don't think that they intentionally many of them intentionally were being deceptive but i think when you look at the totality of it and you look at at the fact clearly clearly they knew they were targeting rich people they were targeting schools so that they could further this they were they were they they were manipulating people's religious and religious beliefs how you could say that did not did, did not impact almost every element yeah. of the entirety of the legion itself i'm sorry you'd have to be a pretty ignorant person not yeah. to believe that yeah i'm looking at the 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 card and i'm like just throw all this all the great like lead a humble but you know great life like throw all that bullshit away like once you like like just completely disregards everything that they stand for yeah to the core because because you because the because once you introduce the underlying issue of deception which it was it was we're targeting rich people yeah. we're targeting schools we're targeting we're utilizing confidential information against you we're we're creating this you know we're 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 operating in secret yeah. yeah and that was if you look at the commitment card it's directly against what they say it says not let yourself be influenced by luxury vanity hypocrisy selfishness mm-hmm. and that goes directly against it yeah so let's talk about some parallels here because like we're that's kind of where we're headed in in uh parallels between like other cults and like in this instance so I think the Pope's approval of this originally, because it, it was a, 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 initially the order was approved by the Pope. Um, yeah. 
and they would use that to um use it as credibility of the movement right like the pope you of know of course the pope had as, very had wonderful uh, the, then pope john paul had wonderful things to say about Masio. yeah um you got to remember though i mean really from that perspective now now i'm i i, I can't i can't even begin to pass any type of judgment against the Pope, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know what the Pope knew. I don't know when the Pope knew it. I do know this. Mm -hmm. You're talking about a, a, a religious order that was bringing in hundreds of millions of dollars. And, and remember, we talked about motivations, right? I talked about family. I talked about faith. I talked about money. I talked about education. This one was hitting pretty much all of them, right? It was bringing in lay people through the Regnum Christi. It was bringing in a ton of new priests when the rest of the, remember I told you about the rest of the Catholic faith was this gray, it was a graying and it was, and it was dying off. And you had this, this charismatic religious order that was bringing in by far more priests, by far more money. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, it, it was, it was focusing on schools and education and all of these wonderful apostolates that were for the further, you know, to the furtherment of Christ's kingdom, right? Wonderful things, wonderful things, right? So, so it becomes very easy to overlook somebody who's outside of the organization calling for these allegations. Of course they can't. Look how much look how much good Maciel has done for the, our church. He's brought in like you just said, he's brought in all this yeah. money. He's brought in all these priests. Yes. Like surely this is a man of God. Of how can these allegations be true? Surely they can't. Sure. So other so so other cults what they do is they essentially bring in um wealthy people as well they they target celebrities they um in fact um uh i think it's uh um the newest one that the vow on hbo covers uh it's not nexium but um what's can you look that up the vow they yeah. they got in the dalai lama to pretty much validate their um their movement and so they widely marketed that to recruit people and i feel like regnum christie does the same thing with like the pope's approval of the order like look how great we're doing what's it called nexium right yeah good job um (laughs) (laughs) thank you some of the public statements oh what's shocking is how aggressive the legion has been in attacking the accusers of sexual allegation, mm-hmm. the misdeeds of how they how they uh, um, do or conduct their business or organization, like that should be a red flag. Like how if you're spending most of your time fighting mm-hmm. allegations of how you conduct your organization, mm-hmm. um, that that just can't be. It's just not. You're having. To, constantly explain yourself or like um oh no it's the they're too liberal they're doing this they're doing that like this should be if you're a a catholic organization in order it should be concurrent your beliefs in in the way you conduct your business with with the catholic government well but you but let me ask you this so you have the augustinians right augustinians take a vow of poverty 
right? Mm-hmm. So they live very simple lives. They, you know, they don't have a lot of money. They don't take, I mean, I don't know the exact elements to it, but they, 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 you know, they, they, they don't believe in the accumulation of any wealth whatsoever, right? They give it all back. So, um, does that make them any better or any worse than a diocesan priest who says, you know what, I'm, I'm, I get my, my monthly paycheck or my weekly paycheck or whatever. And I go out and I buy a nice car or I buy a home or I do a whatever. Right. I mean, you know, I mean, there are certain, there are always going to be differences in how, in, in, in the level of belief. Right. And I've never, I've never criticized anyone because they didn't go to church every week. I mean, I, okay. So yeah. the church, church says, church says, if you don't go to church every week, it's a sin. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, that's not for me to decide. That's not, I'm not here to judge you or any other person, or at least I shouldn't be. Right. So, yeah. so different. So try, so trying to draw those parallels can be difficult. I just wanted to point that out. And does the, Truly. But, but what's the, the punishment if you don't go to church? So the punishment was, is that, Hey, by the way, you're committing a sin. Okay. Well, okay. So <laughs> that's it. You're committing sin. Well, right. That's the only thing is and, like they teach you if you're not sorry for your sins, then but, then but, that's damaging but to your that, soul. But beyond right. that, it's not you know, oh, your kids aren't gonna get this, or you're not gonna be a part of this thing. It's it's really a it's it's a it's a pun. It's it affects you and you only, and it's just what you believe. If you believe it's a sin that because you miss church, then that's on you. Well, okay. So it is, but what if I what if I have a group of guys that I hang with and I convince them all that it's okay not to go to church every week, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm having an impact on them, right? Yeah, but if you said, "Hey, if you don't go to church each week, you're not in the group anymore." Then that's getting kind of culty. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. There you, <laughs> you go. You know what I mean? Okay. But if hey, you, you just said, "Hey guys, to, yeah. if you don't go to church, you're sinning. You know, it's going to be bad. You're going to go to hell." The point <laughs> I was trying like to make is the Augustinians are recognized by the Catholic Church as a Catholic order, an approved um, sanctioned order by the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, Legion currently not. No, the Legion currently is. It's still a, it's still a recognized religious order. It just has a little different reporting structure, if you will. Right? They still fall under. They're still in a kind of a reorganizational mo- moment. I I will have to push back on that. I don't think they're currently sanctioned by that. I think they're still under review. I think the the um, the um, Articles of the order are still being reviewed by the Catholic Church. Yeah, they've. Uh, I think that, and again, like I said, I'm 20 years removed from this. <laughs> yeah, so you don't Every know. Now, I did go in recently because you you've been asking <laughs> me, me to. Yeah, you made me, uh, and I want tried to you know to to at least update myself. But and I did recognize. I did see where last year that Pope Francis did did tell them that hey, you're not quite re- you're not yeah. quite ready to come off. Super secret, double secret yeah. probation, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I recognize yeah. that, and I agree with you from that perspective. Yeah, but I mean, they are still a religious order. They still are. There's... They still are recruiting. I'm, I'm assuming they're recruiting priests or seminarians mm-hmm. to become priests, and so. And from... we'll we'll get to the recruiting thing, but the next parallel I want to bring up is every cult has a uh, division inside the cult that pretty much is their worker bees. So like in the instance of Scientology, they have the Sea Org. Right. In the instance of the Legionnaires of Christ, 
It's the Regnum Christi organization. And, and hugely important. Hugely yeah. important. These yes. are the people that are doing the recruiting. These are the people that are running the the, the schools. Right. These are the people who are essentially funding the eight hundred million dollars a year and spreading the word of uh, Maciel. Not not hold up. Hold up. They're not spreading the word of Maciel anymore, right? Not anymore. Not anymore. Right. But they kind of still are. Well they're they're, they're still right. Yeah, there's so, still so a lot Maciel of, had sure. has a has crazy amount of what they would call like scripture or like uh, books that he's right, written. Right. And they still use those teachings yeah. because they don't, they don't, they can't separate the fact that this guy was fucking kids right. and <laughs> conducting <laughs> Catholic teachings. Right. Like <laughs> at what point do you say, um, do you think that they need to completely remove themselves and, in but that's not up for that's not for me to decide. I know it's not for you, but that's in your opinion, do you think they should? Uh, in my opinion, I thought they should have been disbanded. Yeah, uh, I thought they should have been disbanded, and then and then the priests that were affiliated and the groups are affiliated. Again, keep in mind, we're not talking about bad people. Mm-hmm. We're not. When I talked about the fourteen or fifteen different. Um, elements, uh, uh, apostolates that are geared towards attracting children. There's nothing wrong with that, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having kids for Jesus or kids for Christ or whatever it is. It, it, it is good. It's an educational. Uh, it is now what they're. Te- I can't tell you what they're teaching. I can't tell you what they're not teaching. I assume that that these people have good intentions. I assume that their intentions are the furtherance of Christ's kingdom, that that that, that the faith of the Catholic Church is for, first and foremost in their mind. Whether or not there were they are still following Maciel, you know, that to me I, I gotta tell you, when he finally when he when they finally admitted that that he was doing the things that he was doing, I the first thing I thought was it's over. It's it's over. There's no yeah. way they can survive this, and there's no way they should survive it. Um, but there's so many te- again, all these dominoes and all these tentacles yeah. have sub tentacles, and I think it would be, I think it would be very damn just as damaging to me. I stepped away. I was only there for a year. Can you imagine if you'd if you'd been you'd building some of these apostolates for 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 t- tens or twenties of years, and then all of a sudden they said, oh, no more. You're done. Uh, so I think it's very fragile, and 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 again, faith is a very fragile thing. I, I suffered tremendously over this, yeah. and yeah. many people that we know suffered tremendously. It's devastating. So let let they, me ask you a question. Sorry, Mouse. I was going to say that real quick, just on the whole topic, um, going back to like how the Vatican sees them in t- 2014, they ordered a total restructuring of it, um, where apologies were given to the victims with compensation and things like that. And then they're trying to institute statutes for more transparency in it. And when they finally did admit um, to like the covering up, it ended up being 33 priests, 71 seminaries who were involved in it, and then 175 children. And they found that Cardinal Angelo Sodano mm-hmm. was a key in covering up the entire thing. Right. Okay. So you know who Sedona is, right? I don't. Okay. So uh, he was really important. He was really important member. He, okay. So he was the, it was, he was the, like, uh, pretty much the communicator between Maciel and the Pope, right? Yeah. You remember, you got to remember that the, the, the Catholic church, not unlike any huge corporation has, has varied. I mean, all these different, 
offices, if you will. It's like rigid right? structure. Right. Yeah. And so Sedona, Sedona's had to come under a lot of, uh, uh, you know, he was, unfortunately, he was instrumental in covering up a lot of the sexual abuse cases that were brought to the Vatican, right? Um, back when, um, prior to Pope Benedict becoming Pope, he was Cardinal Ratzinger. And he was the leader of the entity that 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 did the uh, investigations and meted out the the rulings for the for the church against some of these allegations mm-hmm. of, of sexual crime. Now, depending on who you talk to, who you listen to, um, as as the as the leader of that, Cardinal Ratzinger did did try to take some action against some of these priests that. Had some significant allegations. It wasn't just Maciel. I mean, there's obviously we know there's many more than that. Yeah, hundreds. and and so, but but he was hamstrung by people like Cardinal Sedona, mm-hmm. who who felt that, unfortunately, in my opinion, felt that the preservation of the church was far more important than acknowledging and caring for the most vulnerable members yeah. of the church, yeah. and that, those being our children, right? And 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 so he he was he was a huge obstacle i think i believe in preventing cardinal ratzinger then pope then who then became pope benedict mm-hmm. from revealing that now once he became the pope he did he was the one that directed that Maciel be sent off to the funny farm right that he was no longer allowed to you know he had to live this life of whatever now he didn't come right out and and condemn him so but there's also again i think that there's a lot of of political and and, and and headbutting and 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 posturing that takes place at that level that prohibited him or that at least made it very difficult for him to do that. Yeah. Um but at least he did something. And I think that was what was most important. But Sedona, right. very, very, very key player in, in cover ups of many, many instances of sexual misconduct in the Catholic Church. Yeah. These that's interesting. These people that were discussed like the leaders of the Catholic Church, their one of their duties is to maintain the integrity and the longevity of of the church. Of course. So in doing that, they will make extreme exceptions or um over uh they will di- dismiss behavior to <sighs> To not have to not have or relay the perception that the Catholic Church has has done something wrong. Okay, right. So well, uh, all right, but you know what? Like, Here's so this thing. guy, the guy, what was his name? Angelo Sedano. Sedano. Okay, he's a piece of shit. All right, so he, I, I looked into this guy. He's an absolute one of the he, like. This guy has a special place in hell. Um, he accused the victims of lying. He turned the tables and essentially um, uh, led, led litigation against victims of, of uh, sexual conduct or misconduct. Um, and, and he did it to preserve the longevity of the church, to preserve the longevity uh, or to, to preserve the integrity of the perception of the Catholic Church because it was quite clearly crumbling under these allegations um which which brings me into my next parallel which is interestingly enough though just 
I, I think if he'd have come out, if they if they'd have just done the right thing from the beginning, yes. <laughs> even even when I say from the beginning, I, I mentioned that you know the first allegations came out in like the fourth century, right? The first recorded allegations of misconduct. It, 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 it you know you, you you talk about you know the allegations of Masia coming out in the seventies, and and even beyond, before that, the allegations of uh, I think it was uh, it was um, uh, Father Murphy in in Wisconsin from back in the sixties, you know, mm-hmm. and all the allegations that came out of New York and and uh, and and Boston and all of, all of that. If the if they had just if they had just addressed it from the onset, if they had just. Yeah. In, instead of taking up the posturing, and I, and I gotta tell you, go I am a, I'm a uh, you know I'm a devout Catholic, but I, but they really fucked this up from the get go. Yeah. So all of it. Yeah, it says that um, what you were getting at earlier about uh, Pope Benedict. Um, so I guess Angelo was Sedano was John Paul II's Secretary of State right. at the time yeah. before Benedict became Pope. Um, he he. Uh, pressured Ratzinger into stopping uh, investigation into right. cases of of abuse. Yeah. These people who are leading the Catholic Church will go to no end to, and then and it's kind of been it's been a lot, you know, a little bit more transparent. Um, they will go to no end to preserve the mission of the church, and. Some people. Um, That's not e- exclusive to Catholicism, right? Be careful, though. Be careful, though, because I, I mean, not all of it is evil, right? And when I say that, Sedona, I agree with you. Sedona had to have known, had to have understood, had to have embarked on a mission to preserve the church at any cost, right? Now, I don't happen to subscribe to that. I understand it. I understand. Sometimes you'll see the same thing in in corporations of, again, if you were to equate the Catholic Church to a corporation, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what they would have done, a big corporation. They would have denied the Bidian and did damage control and then maybe paid a few people off to to hush it up, right? Mm -hmm. But Jesus... We're talking about the Catholic Church, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, and so, uh, understand that there are some people. Now, there are many people. There are many, many people who do not subscribe to that. But at the same time, you also have to take the position of it. it you can't necessarily. Not every allegation is pure. Not every allegation is true, right? Remember what I said. I said when I when I was doing the research and I looked at the allegations and I saw the things that were said, the way that it was discussed, the way that it was disclosed, the conversations that were had, I looked at that on the surface and I was able to go, and this was from my experiences in investigating these things. And I went, yeah, that's, that's a very credible allegation, right? Now, I could have been wrong on some of them, but I damn sure wasn't wrong on all of them. And it turns out I wasn't wrong on any of them. <laughs> but, but there was many people who could have looked at that and said, uh, oh, I know Maciel. There's no way that he could possibly have done these things. Or, or you know, onesies and twosies, right? Um, now, once you get up to threesies and foursies, well, then maybe there's, you know, oh, but well, you know what? Maciel, look what he's doing. He's doing all these wonderful things for the church. And these people are just trying to bring him down, right? And you can believe that. Just like these, just like the people in Regnum Christi can believe the purity of what's going on because they are living the card, they're living the card, and they believe in all of these things just as I did. Just as I did. All of these things are pure, right? And you don't, and you're willing to overlook 
those oddities, right? That doesn't mean that I subscribe to the oddities. It doesn't yeah. mean that I support the oddities. But I'm, but I might be willing to perhaps argue against those being oddities for a while, right up until the point that again it comes. You start to come into focus, and you go, "Dude's fucking little boys. How many? Yeah. How many little boys have to come forward before you go? The dude's fucking the boys. Yeah, yeah." It, it it's 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 concerning to me because so many people um they're not like i i don't think there's been an effective response against all, all of this and and in that the legion still operates and there's still schools for lake concert girls like i came across a a blog called 49 um weeks out of the year or 49 weeks of the year and it's a blog of 77 women who've come forward who are um, attendees of this school in Rhode Island, um, sanctioned by or run by the Legionnaires of Christ, who um, and it's called 49 weeks of the year because they were only allowed three weeks out of the year to see their family. And they were discouraged from talking to their family. There's one girl accounted where they, they had mental abuse. Um, even physical abuse. She was very sick. This lady, this poor child, was very sick. And and the the um, the people from the school were discouraging her from. They were telling her, "Don't tell your parents because then you won't be able to become lay consecrated. Like you won't be able to come here and you'll have to like see a doctor. And we don't want that. Like this kind of like behavior. Like are those bad people? Like, but these people." Are, are running the school and doing these things and uh, and having these kind of behaviors and defending the misdeeds or what's happening because they see it as a further of the movement. Are those bad people? Do you think those are bad people? <laughs> I think it, I think it really depends on. I think it really depends on what their intent is, right? What they're true. What what is, if their what, intent is to further the movement of the order, which the order is to further the relationships between man and Christ. Mm-hmm. If that's their intention, like, but they're still doing bad things. Like, right, like right. the parallel it's, it's, it comes the, down to the whole: does they, the ends justify the? Yeah, the, like the, the, the example right? could be like the guys who blew up the twin towers thought they were furthering the movement of their right. faith. Were those bad people? We surely fucking think so. Right. Yeah, like, because they killed people. But yeah. killing people is bad. And so is fucking kids and telling little girls who are 16-year-olds that they can't talk to their parents about the, the illness they're having and the mental abuse. Like, this is the point I'm getting at. Is like, but, but, but what, how far is too far? Okay, because it's all relative, right? It's all relative. So if you really believe, if you really truly believe that Miles can become a better person by... By um, uh, hiding a, or, or secreting himself from his wife for three hours a day yeah. and and consuming excessive amounts of alcohol, right? And you really believe that, even though clearly, clearly, a reasonable person would look at you and go, "Really?" I mean, and and you convince him of that because you believe that it's going to make Miles a better person. Again, it, it's. It, what's in your mind versus what is reasonable, right? And mm-hmm. so it's all everything. Things are relative. Things are relative. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, you know, telling uh, if you were telling Miles that 
Let's take Miles out of the equation. Yeah. If you were if you yeah, were telling you, someone that that they should probably go diddle a little kid three times a day because it'll make them a stronger person, well, obviously, certainly, clearly, clearly, there's something wrong with that. But if your true intent is that you think that Miles, you're going to help Miles in his relationship with his wife by by creating a gap of space of t- space and time where Miles can go do whatever the fuck he wants for three hours a day. Who's yeah. to say you're wrong? Yeah, science. Who's to say that... Science. That <laughs> <laughs> Physics. So who's to say that... So what that, is... Re- so what? So their baseline uh, of, of this argument is like uh, against reason, right? So reason, re- reasonable uh, a reasonable baseline. Like, well, which in itself exactly. is like subjective, right? Because every, like your reason can change day to day. Of course. Everyone yeah. believes irrational things all the time. Of course. Does this we thing say how long we've been on? We have been on for seven uh, hours almost two and a half hours oh my god it yeah. feels like uh it feels like it, it only it doesn't feel like that long but it, then again it does right yeah um politics aside i think i think um you know the story that you laid out was really important i think to document um because maybe um somebody else is i mean i've already we've already come into people that like we were like oh you went to this school too like yeah. it, like the story of this is important to get on and and i think this is a great medium to express that so yeah. i want to thank you personally for coming on and, sure. and doing that um and uh hopefully uh they don't come after us hopefully <laughs> and, hey, here's uh, the thing here's the thing again I, again i don't i, I want to make sure that we understand the that the people that are involved in some of these, in most of these things, be it the Regnum Christi, be it the Apostolates, be it the, the Legion itself, I think the, 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 the overwhelming majority of these people have very pure intentions and very pure thoughts. And they really, truly believe in the furtherance of, the, of their faith and, 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 the, and, the, and, the, and the kingdom of Christ. So that's important to, to make sure that we understand. Just like many, many, many people who are involved in what... And I'm not suggesting they're a cult. I'm suggesting that 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 they have they do exhibit cult like behaviors, right? We we know that many many folks are you know they, they after the fact they'll look back and go I can't believe I I didn't see that or maybe I did see it but I didn't believe it or maybe it was so uh, and I'm not even suggesting that even today that those same characteristics exist in the Legion or Regnum Christi because I don't know I've disassociated myself from that I do read some things but. But 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 make sure we do recognize it that that, um, that, that the I I truly believe I was one of them yeah I, and and it was never my intention to to do harm or bring harm or or you know it was it was truly my intention to to live this life on the card and do the things that I thought were you know in furtherance yeah. of my faith the real yeah. victims are the people who ma- make up the majority of these organizations sure. and, yeah and, and that that is that is. Um, homogenous across all cults, right? Um, you're like most of the people in these cults are being used and manipulated, and um, and it's sad. The, it's really sad, especially the people who who can't get out. The friends you had who wouldn't wouldn't believe you or whatever it was because they're so brainwashed into thinking this this in in this way. It's it's just sad. You just feel bad for those people. I gotta tell you, there's a couple of them that did come to me years late years later, um, and said you were right. And um, I wish we'd have listened to you. And uh, and I got to tell you, in every one of those instances, I never 
once, not one time, felt any glee or that, you know. I told I, you so moment. Yeah, no, yeah. it wasn't. It was, I just, I felt bad for them because mm-hmm. not, you know, because it took them that much longer to come to that realization. And they wasted yeah. that much time. Sure. Yeah. I think that's the big thing that a lot of um, people from like cults, um, their biggest like regret was um, they can't take back the time that they spent. They they wasted so much time. They could have been doing some other thing or supporting the church in another way that would have been beneficial to the actual Catholic movement, not just self-serving to the Legion or Regnum Christi. Absolutely. Well, again, thanks for being on. Um, thanks for bringing me out here with this yeah. all-expenses-paid vacation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with all the you just said you do that for all your guests, right? Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. there oh, was the, just the red and green M and M's. So the, the yeah. red and brown. Brown, that's yeah. right. Yeah, Thank that's you. what it was. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and don't and forget www.zacksalesnaples.com. Yeah. If you ever have, shout out to Ethan. if you ever know yeah. anyone who has uh, been in a cult, uh, who's in a cult that can't get out, go to www. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, adios.